I'm so excited today, Bazalona, because, you know, when we met Bishop Doug over 30 years ago, and he invited us to come to Ghana to minister there, in turn he came, a friendship began, which we believe is a friendship that has destiny intertwined into it. We became friends with Bishop Doug since that time, and uh, our lives as we have been growing in ministry, learning, we just became so fond of each other. And Lighthouse, Grace Bible Church, we influence one another in so many ways. Bishop Doug is a dear friend and Lady Pastor Adelaide, my wife and I are friends with them. We got to know their leaders and their pastors who have served with them for many years. And as you know, there are a number of things we do in our church that we look at Lighthouse and we just copy what they're doing. No shame, no apology, nothing at all. Because it's good to have friends with whom you can walk this path together with. Amen. And people that you love very dearly. And uh, so this morning we have uh, one of uh, Bishop's uh, uh, fellow ministers who also is one of the bishops in the church serving under Bishop Doug Hewitt Mills. Has known Bishop even in the early days when they were still at school and has served under Bishop Doug over these years. We have Bishop Saki with us. And Bishop Saki, his ultimate calling is to assist Bishop Doug Hewitt Mills, who is the founder and presiding bishop of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches in Ministry. And this position, which is his most honored position, he finds it his greatest fulfillment in ministry under Bishop Doug Hewitt Mills. EATS, as he's affectionately called by friends, serves as the Bishop of the Kodesh, also known as the Church on Fire in Accra. He's often referred to as a people's person. He loves God, loves people. He's author of this book, How to Be a Good Assistant, a very good book that he will talk to you about as well. But I would advise you to buy this book. This book is not just about you assisting in the church, but wherever you can assist, because he's the model of that. He lives that life. And he's written this book under the instruction of Bishop Dark Hewitt Mills. You know, he's a living testimony of uh, what it is to serve others. And it's a great blessing. He's a lawyer by profession. He's married to Lady Pastor Elsie. They are blessed with three gorgeous sons and a beautiful daughter. And he's accompanied by several of the pastors and reverends that he will introduce to us. A few years ago, I spoke to him, I think it's two years ago, when we had uh, uh, the, 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 the Give Thyself Holy Conference. And I said, Bishop, I'd love for you to come. Because this uh, uh, week we were at camp since Thursday with our pastors till yesterday. And Bishop came and did the larger part of Friday. And we were so blessed by his ministry. He ministered in the morning session, and I can tell you, you are in for a powerful time in this session. Those of you who were able to survive the marathon. Shall we all stand, Bazalona, as we give a warm welcome to Bishop Saki as he comes to minister the word. Come on, somebody. Wow. Hallelujah. I'm so blessed to be here. 
What an awesome church. Wow. Beautiful church with beautiful people. I'm so grateful to God for this fantastic congregation that God has blessed us with. Hallelujah. Anyway, sit on top of your enemies. Squeeze them. Suffocate them. Crush them. (laughs) Hallelujah. Well, I am very, very grateful to God for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given by Bishop Mosasano to preach in this church. This is a place where my father, Bishop Dagoimil, stands to preach. So I don't take this opportunity for granted at all. I thank God for the honor and the privilege of standing behind this sacred desk where great men of God stand and preach. There's something they call the mystery of inclusion. That God will include you with people, among people who are so great. And God pushes a tiny person like you among them. What a blessing. May God include you in the blessings that is poured on his children. Hallelujah. And I bring you very special greetings and very warm greetings from my bishop, Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Hallelujah. Such a, he really, really appreciates um, Bishop Sono and the friendship that they've had for so many years. Our first international guests in our church that we started years ago, about 30 years ago. And um, we really, Bishop really wanted friends because life without friends is serious. But I said, woe to him that works alone. I hear go home. Uh, but even God saw that Adam was alone and said, no, it's not good. It's not a good idea. You need to have a friend. May God give you faithful friends. So Bishop invited, he was watching a video when he saw um, Bishop Musa. He was a very young and handsome at that time. Anyway, nobody heard that. I didn't want him to hear that one. <laughs> very young and handsome preacher. And he said, I think I like this man. Let's find out how we can get him. And we managed to get him to come and preach in Accra, where God lives. And visits South Africa once a while. And he came, and what a blessing he was to us. And um, he came with Mama Gigi, and it was a great blessing, and um, it's a joy for the friendship. That's how the friendship began for so many years. And um, he's been such an impactful relationship, and we really appreciate what God is doing. So, Bishop Moses, God bless you so much, and thank you for being a father to multitudes and multitudes. Amen. As I watched the little um, news documentary, I was so moved. As I saw churches beginning with full, the whole church is full already as you're starting. God is amazing. May the vision of 1,000 churches come to pass. If you didn't say amen, you are a suspect. Are you here today? It will come to pass in Jesus' name. It looks like there's some anointing in this area. Those who shout amen are in this area. What a shock. Anyway, 
So, here we are. You know, I was telling the, 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 you know, the pastors, when I'm preaching, people don't respond. I feel a little uneasy. Because I'll tell the pastors at the camp last Friday how and they was preaching and preaching powerful like I always do. <laughs> I was preaching really good, you know, like I always do in one of our churches in Switzerland. And I was preaching and jumping about everywhere. And nobody was minding me. Everybody was looking at me like that. I said, this way they are not spiritual. They can't catch the revelation. And I was preaching. I was wearing my beautiful suit, beautiful shirt, tucked in, wearing my jacket, my tie, jumping about. Nobody was minding me. What a shock. So at a point, um, after I prayed for about 30 minutes, an usher from the back came with a note. When I was preaching, gave me a piece of paper, a note to read. So I stopped the preaching and read the notes. Do you know what was on the notes? Should I tell you? Say, please, Pastor, your zip is opened. So all the reason why they couldn't shout amen is because my zip was opened. And so they all, especially the ladies in front, they're looking like this. How can you look down when the man of God, the zip is opened? What a shock. When I got the message, when I read it, I forgot the rest of the sermon. I said, I feel an anointing. Close your eyes and lift your hands and let's receive an anointing from the Lord right now. What a shock. So, I'm wearing a long dress. If you don't say amen, it doesn't matter at all. I know I'm covered. There's nothing to worry about. Hallelujah. But it's a real joy and a blessing and a privilege I became a bishop from his preaching in Bihabdagi, he's preaching in um, Philippines this morning, and um, he really, really loves this ministry and loves Bishop Musa and loves the grace of God on Grace Bible Church. Hallelujah. Right, so I'm going to start preaching soon. But this book that Bishop talked about, um, How to Be a Good Assistant, is a good book. Not because I wrote it, but it's a good book. Yeah. All right. My bishop has written many books. Some of them I have my name in them. But this I have my name on it. That's the only difference. All right. And um, I believe that it will be a blessing if you obtain copies. I was happy to see, here all, I mean, see all the pastors of Grace Bible Church um, having the Macarius set of books written by my bishop, and they are so powerful, and they transform many lives and many ministries. So if you don't have it, you can arrange to get it. This, we have a few copies of them, has many topics in them. Like Bishop Moses said, it's not for only those who are, um, who are assistant pastors, but helpers in every area of the church, those who clean our toilets, those who do the camera, the cameramen, if you also work in a secular organization, you need it for your employees. They'll know how to relate with you better. And they'll learn how to be loyal to you. And also, um, so I talked about, in this book I talked about how to be a good assistant. I talked about definition of an assistant. I talked about an assistant as a friend, a servant, a helper, assistant that can be likened to a wife. Mm-hmm. Are we still in church? Yeah. All right. Some wives like to take over. Hey, 
<laughs> All right. Assistant can be likened to the Holy Spirit. Assistant as a son. And examples of assistants, many people in the Bible, they did well because they had good assistants. Aaron had an assistant called, Moses had an assistant called Aaron. And also Joshua. Elijah had an assistant called Elisha. Jesus had an assistant called John the Baptist. Paul had an assistant called Timothy. God had an assistant called Lucifer. Mm. What a shock. If you have a Lucifer as your assistant in your church, in your organization, woe unto you. But in this book, you see how God handled Lucifer. And then also the branch pastor. And um, five undesirable assistants that you should never have. Ethics of assistant, pastor, how to handle disagreement with your senior. Yeah, you must learn how to handle disagreements. Very important. And then how to relate with other assistants. Then ten temptations of an assistant. Five ways an assistant can destroy a change. And wrong descriptions of an assistant. And then the conclusion is my dream. Now, I'm sure the few copies there, you can obtain them. And you will be blessed. Can I have an amen? Amen. So I'm going to turn your Bibles. If you have your Bible, you can turn your Bible to... um, Do you have your Bible in church? Bible says this book of the law. But we are using tablets. (laughs) What a shock. This book, not this tablet. Anyway, when Moses went up the mountain, God gave him tablets. So that one is also wait. Long before they did the iPad, God had done an iPad already. (laughs) Gave Moses an iPad to bring with the Ten Commandments. So it's all acceptable. Hallelujah. So I'm going to share with you, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. Say, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. Turn your Bible with me to Malachi chapter 3. Malachi chapter 3. And we're going to read from verse number 16 and 17 and 18. Malachi is just after Luke. What a shock. Somebody's truly looking for Luke. <laughs> All right. Are we there? Super. So let's read. If you don't mind, join me and let's all read together so that I know you are weak. Ready, go. Then they that fear the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord, and that thought upon his name. Verse 17. And they shall be mine, say the Lord of hosts. In that day, when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son that serveth him. Verse 18. Then shall ye return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serves God. And him that served him not. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Now, the last statement is very important. It said, 
there shall come a difference between him that serves God and him who does not serve the Lord. Life, you know, is a journey. Hallelujah. And in this journey of life, we are going to have many experiences and we're going to have many encounters. Now, some people choose to serve God and some people don't regard God. But the Bible says that the time is going to come when we shall see a difference between those who serve the Lord and those who do not serve the Lord. Hallelujah. There were two souls in the Bible. One Saul was the first king of Israel. And the second Saul was the one who, who became Paul eventually and became a great minister. Each of them said something at the end of their lives. One said after Saul of the Old Testament, after he had spent all his life, Pursuing David, he left his job as a king, pursuing David for many years in the wilderness, in caves, and in places. One day he got up when he fell asleep, he fell asleep and David came around and didn't kill him, he took away his sword and all that. And David stood far. This is not long after Saul died. He stood up, Saul stood up and shouted, I have been a fool. These were his concluding remarks before he died. Soon after, he went for his final battle and was killed. I mean, in the, in the battle, he was killed uh, when you read 2 Samuel chapter 1. And in fact, when he died, David was so grieved. He said, the beauty of Israel has been slain. Don't let anybody hear about it. Otherwise, the daughters of, 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 of Philistines shall rejoice. Nobody should hear about what has happened. And he, say, he made a statement that strikes me. David said that Saul has died as if he was never anointed. The way he died, as if he was never anointed. This was one of the frightening scriptures in the Bible. Now, the soul of the New Testament who became Paul after he had persecuted and killed Christians, got born again, and his life changed. And he spent time now serving God, working for God, preaching, traveling, evangelizing, building up churches. And when he came to the close of his life, he got up and also made some remarks. He said, I fought the good fights. I've run the race. I've finished my course. I'm waiting for the crown that the master's about to give me. So we see two men by the same name. Each of them made a remark at the end of their lives. One said, I've been a fool. One said, I've run my race. What will you say at the end of your life? There shall be a difference between those who serve the Lord and those who do not serve the Lord. May you serve the Lord with all your hearts. Somebody shout your loudest, amen. Are you still in church? Am I talking to you here? 
make, you see, life is made up of choices. But there are some choices when you make them, it will turn your life, make your life go in a certain direction. There are some minor choices in life. For example, what tie should you wear today? It's a choice. It doesn't make much difference. Maybe to make you get a wife. But anyway, it doesn't make much difference so much. What shoes should I wear? But there are some choices when you make them. They have an impact on your life. I remember years ago when I was going to secondary school from one. My mother, God bless her lovely heart. She gave me, you know, I, I come from a humble background. Humble is the same as poor. It's more diplomatic to say humble. Yeah. I come from a humble background, just like you. Don't look at me as if I'm alone. <laughs> you know, and uh, my mother gave me a Bible. She didn't have much to give me. She, she gave me a Bible. She told me, and my mother, she was not even born again, but she was very religious. She said, my son, this book will be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. She told me, as I'm going to school, you know, mothers are angels. I didn't say fathers are devils. I said mothers are angels. Now, you see, my mother gave me a Bible. said, this book shall be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. She said, I'm going to make many friends. I'm going to learn many subjects. But she said, of all the subjects you learn and for all the friends you meet, never neglect this book. Never push it aside. Because it's going to be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. I took the Bible to school. And I met many friends, like my mother said. I, I learned many subjects. Sometimes my friends will ask me, be it is lucky. Let's run out of school. Let's go to the nightclub. Let's do this and all that and so on. Sometimes I was tempted to go along. But each time I dared to take a step or two, my mother swears to come alive to me. My son, this book will be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. So I turned back, took my Bible, and I held on to the word of God. May you hold on to the word of God. May the word of God be everything to you. Somebody shout amen. amen. I held on and I finished the school. You know, I had, I had some friends in school. One was called Frank. One was called Benjamin. Very close. Benjamin, uh, Frank, and then another one, Francis. No, we're very close. Now, I remember, you know, this Frank used to play the keyboard in church. Believe it or not, I used to sing. But now my wife has warned me not to sing in public. If I sing right now, everybody will fall under the power, I tell you. What a shock. Anyway, so, I mean, here's, we, we were so close. We used to serve God, love God. We stay in church, stay in fellowship all along. From the age of 13, we used to serve God so much. One day we went home for holidays. When we came back, my close friend, Frank, he told me he was no more interested in church and all these type of things. He fell away from God. He, he had new friends. He began to run out of school and do all sorts of things and smoke weed and all these type of things. I remember sitting my friend down and begging him with tears in my eyes. I said, Frank, you are too young to give up on God. Why are you pushing God out of your life? Like an unwanted stepchild. What, is, what has God done against us? At this our age. What has God, why are you pushing God out of your life? 
Frank wouldn't listen. He, as I spoke with him, with, he just got up. He said, leave me alone. Let me go my way. Let me have my fun. And he just walked away from, from me. And you know, we're so close. This was his bed. This was my bed. We used to sit next to each other in class. We sometimes even used to eat from the same plate. We're so close. But from the day he refused to serve God, we were not close anymore. I'm saying there shall be a difference between those who serve God and those who serve him not. Sometimes it looks like the world is having fun. Even if you're having real enjoyment, it looks like your life is dry and empty. But that is a lie. There shall be a difference. Tell your neighbor, there shall be a, there shall be a difference. Can I preach to everybody in church today? Are you watching me? Are you hearing me clearly? I'm talking to you where you are right now. Never get tired of serving God. Hallelujah. I've not reduced as I've served God. I've not been brought low. My life has rather enhanced. So my, my servant, my friend, our friendship didn't get, we're not so close anymore because our friends were different. And all that. So we started moving along. I finished the school, went on to another school and eventually went to the university. I haven't seen any of my friends for so many years. After I finished school and I'd gone to, I finished my, my law course and all that, I used to go to court actively. One Monday morning, I parked my car near the court building and then I was going to um, the courts. Uh, when I, get out, I got out of my car, a madman attempted to attack me. He came very aggressively towards me and I was, I, I was afraid. Although I was born again, I was scared. You would also been, you would have been scared if you had seen the way he was. Terrible looking. Maybe he hadn't had his bath for three years. He came aggressively towards me. So I put my hand in my pocket quickly and took out some money. I said, take it. Can you come? I said, take, take this one, take it. You're taking it. <laughs> Surprisingly, Hey, hey, stay there, stay there, stay there. <laughs> when I stretched my hand to give all the money to him, I looked at him in the eyes. I said, Frank, that was my best friend. The guy who used to play keyboard in church. And we would say, the guy we used to save God together. But because of friends and influence, he turned away from God. I'd not seen him for several years until that Monday morning. I said, Frank, to my amazement, he recognized me. He said, E. A. T. Saki. He stood, my friend, and here I stood next to me. I was wearing my suit, holding my gun, my wig, and my, 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 my bag. And here he was wearing tattered clothes. Eating sport orange with flies all around him on a Monday morning. Frank was intelligent. He could have been a doctor, engineer, anything you can imagine. He was the best in class. Receiving prizes all the time. And we're serving God together. I don't know what came upon him. As I'm preaching, as some of you sitting here, you know friends of yours who used to come to church with you, they don't come anymore. 
May you intercede for them. May God bring them back in Jesus' name. And there's some of you also here, you, you almost came to church under some pressure. You really didn't feel like coming, but God brought you to hear what I'm, I'm saying today. There is a blessing in serving God. There's a devil out there who would like to destroy your life. If you don't serve God, there shall be a difference. I said there shall be a difference. Am I preaching to anybody here? Yeah. So you can go back. So when I saw, when, I, when he also mentioned my name, I put my hand in my wallet and, and, and gave him extra money. And I turned away. As I walked towards the court, I turned back. Those days we had open gutters all around. I turned back and I saw my best friend. Monday morning, 8 a.m., descending to a gutter, picking things from the gutter and putting them in his mouth. Somebody who used to play the organ in church. Can I tell you something? If you are singing in church, playing the organ, being an usher, working in church, it is for your own salvation. You are not doing God a favor. You are rather helping yourself. It is your honor to draw close to God. Never think that I'm doing this to favor the help the pastor. You are helping yourself by serving God in the church. Somebody shout hallelujah. Am I preaching to anybody here? Don't say that without you, the church cannot go on. You are rather helping yourself. Tell your neighbor, the man is preaching to you directly. Tell him he's preaching to you directly. My sisters, let us serve God. Let us serve God. Don't follow a man who will break your heart at the end of the day. Yeah. Don't follow a liar. Because many men are liars. A man, a gentleman, a lady, I love you. When I see you, my heart begins to move from the left to the right. And I'm surprised that a lady like you can believe such a lie. How can you move the, how can his heart move from left to right because of you? Are you Queen Elizabeth? Who are, who, who are you? What a shock. And people believe it. One gentleman was telling a lady that when I hear your voice, I jump three times. And I'm surprised that a, a, a nice, intelligent girl, you believe such rubbish. I'm preaching. Yeah. One day, a, a, a gentleman in school, he knelt before a girl. Oh, I love you. He began to cry. I love you. Can you remove your skirt for me? Hey! That's all he wants from me. He wants you to move your skirt. That's why he's crying. Hmm? Yes. Tell your neighbor, the man is preaching. The man is preaching. The man is preaching. The man is preaching to you. Don't believe liars. Believe God. When the time comes for you to marry, God will give you a good husband. A faithful husband. A committed husband. A spiritual husband. A husband who loves God and who will love you. Who will not lie to you. Amen. Are you still in church? Sisters, are you still in church? Don't let any man come and play with your breast for free. 
When he wants to order, say, hey, come, go and pay the lobola and come, and come now. You only come. Everything belongs to you. If you want something to squeeze, you should go and buy McDonald's and squeeze the bread, not your breasts. I'm preaching, I'm preaching, I'm preaching. Anyway, let's get, let's stay with those who serve the Lord. Now, what point am I making? My best friend, that day when I saw him in the gutter, eating from the gutter, an intelligent, brilliant guy, I'm sure his parents never thought that this is how his child, this, their child was going to end up. Because I remember speech and prize giving days. How they would all gather. And then this, we all gather. And this guy would get all the prizes in school. Nobody thought he would end up in a gutter. When we, go, we kept on going to church, he joined those who ridiculed us. For going to church. For that good and this boring life. Because he has begun a life for fun. A life of excitement, smoking weed, running out of school, and having all sorts of fun. But there's going to come a time when there's, there's going to be a difference between those who serve God and those who don't serve the Lord. I'm preaching. There shall be a difference. Keep on serving God. Keep on serving God. Look, when I saw my friend that day, I came back into my car and I cried. I cried so much. And right in the car, I heard my mother's voice. Now she told me several years ago, my son, hold on to this book because I'll be a lamp to your feet and light your path. Young people hearing me, don't let anybody lead you away from God. Am I talking to anybody here? Don't give up on your God. A time is going to come. It may look like they're having fun. They're enjoying life and all that. But you keep on coming to church. You keep on paying your tithes. You keep on singing in the choir. Keep on, keep on doing something. Because the time is going to come when there shall be a difference between those who serve God and those who don't serve God. What a word. When I say what a word, say what a preacher. What a word. Are you still here? Yeah. So let me quickly give you three or four points. And then we shall close. We know the story of the, of the uh, prodigal son. That boy who came to his father and told his father that, Daddy, I've been praying for you to die. You, haven't di you are not dying yet. So can I get my portion of inheritance? Because no inheritance will come when the father died. But father wasn't dying. The man organized prayer meeting and prayed, but father was still alive. He got to, getting stronger. He said, no, Daddy. Can I have my portion of inheritance? And so he took his portion and went to a far country. But one guy stayed. The other boy stayed. But I said the younger of them. It's always the younger who do the foolish things. The younger you are, the more silly you are. I'm telling you, as you grow, you become more sensible. Look, even those who are grown up and they are not even Christian, they think, they think properly. When you grow, you realize that the Bible is true. When you're young, you feel the whole world is around you. And about, everything is about you. I'm telling you. The younger of them, he said, I want to go. You see, the problem is not that the boy asked for inheritance. But the problem is that he left the father's house. Because when the father asked for the inheritance, 
When the boy asked for the inheritance, the father gave to two of them. But the younger one collected and left. I want to submit to you that staying is better than leaving. Tell your neighbor, staying is better than leaving. Hold the shoulder and shake him or her because he may be sleeping. Tell him, staying is better than leaving. No, shake him until he falls off the chair. Say, staying is better than leaving. Staying is good, leaving is bad. Say, staying is good, leaving is bad. Hallelujah. Staying in church is good. Living church is bad or bad. Is that how they say it here? It's bad. Staying is good. Living is bad. Hallelujah. Stay in church. Get yourself built up in the house of God. It is better to stay than to leave. Yeah. Better stay than to leave. No, I'm telling you, I've seen also sometimes even in marriage. You know, there's a lot of nonsense in marriage. You know that. Too much. I hope your wife didn't hear what you said. So what's your name? Where's your wife? She's not here. You're not married yet. Uh, when you marry, don't say it loud for your wife to hear. No, there's a lot of nonsense in marriage. A lot of it. But marriage that is working is between a blind wife and then a deaf husband. That's a good marriage. Should I say it again? A blind wife and what? A deaf husband. Why? The man must be, the, 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 the wife must be blind because men can misbehave. If you see all that the man is doing, you will leave the house. So every wife must be blind. Number two, every husband must be deaf because women can speak rubbish. So if you are deaf, they speak, you can't hear. And you see the marriage is working all the way. I'm telling you. So if you see a marriage working, both of them have deliberately overlooked things. There's no perfect marriage. But the person, the man says, I'm deaf, I can't hear all the things. The man, the woman says, I'm blind, I can't see all the misbehavior. And the marriage is working all the way. That's how it is. So it's working because of decision. Because staying is good and living is bad. If you follow your feeling, you walk out easily. You walk out of the church. Even as I'm preaching, you can say, the man is shouting too much. You can walk out. But staying is good and living is bad. The young boy, he's walked away from his father's house. But look at the difference between this boy and his brother. I'm telling you, serving God is a blessing. The, the, other, the bigger brother stayed home and saved his father. The other one went away and began to live a certain kind of life. When the boy walked away, he walked away from the father's covering. The, the, those who serve God are under God's covering. Those who serve God are under God's protection. May God cover you. May God preserve you. May God protect you. May God keep you from evil. May God guard every step you take. You not fall into the pit and break your leg. May God cover you. 
I said, may God cover you. Am I talking to anybody here? As you stay in the house of God and serve in the house of God, you serve under your father's covering. But look at the boy. He was the second, the first, the little boy, the younger one. He was outside there. Running after things, no covering over his head. The weather, the situation, the rain was beating him. When he had the room in his father's house. When even his father was not staying in the poshest area in South Africa, he still has a house. Your father's house may not be the best, but still a house. It's better to stay in the house than stay out in the weather, in the sun, and in the rain. Look at the boy. No covering. There will be a difference. I said there will be a difference. Am I talking to anybody here? Don't look at them now. Look at the future. Today, it may look like, you see, I'm sure the boy was in the, the bigger brother was in the house. We were getting the phone, phone calls. Hey, you're, you're with your brother here. We are jamming in a nightclub. We are jamming all night long. And they were dancing. And they were dancing. They will send a video clip on WhatsApp to him. The boy, is, and this guy was in the house mopping the floor. It looked like the younger was having fun. But there was no covering over his head. I'm preaching. So I'm preaching. The kid came the time when everything the boy had was finished. I was and nobody gave you remember. Can I tell you something? Everything you have will finish. And you will need your father again. You need him again. Are you still in church? You need your father again. I'm telling you, it's a blessing to have a father. Even if you didn't have a biological one, now in your church, God has been a spiritual father. May you serve under your father. I said, may you serve under your father. Don't be watching the, 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 the WhatsApp clip of the boy dancing. Dancing with so many seven guys around him. Dancing bombs. Dancing and dancing. I said, hey, it's not, it's not a nice life at all. It may look nice for a while. But soon you, you know that you'll see a difference between those who serve God and those who didn't serve God. What a word. What a word. Are you there? The boy didn't have covering because he didn't serve God. Number two, there shall be a difference in the outcomes of the lives of those who serve God and those who don't serve God. Amen. At the end of the day, this boy who walked away from his father's house, what was the outcome of his life? How did he end up the next time we read about him, he's fighting over pigs for pigs' food. Fighting with pigs. What a shock. Quarreling with pigs. Not even human beings, with pigs. Over pigs' food. That was the outcome of his life. I pray for you that your outcome will not be shameful. You will not end your life in shame. But you end your life with the glory of God upon your life. Shout hallelujah one more time. Are you still here? No, your outcome shall be, if you serve God, there shall be a difference between the, the outcome of those who serve God and those who don't serve God, their life. There shall be a difference. What my friends, one of my friends met me at the airport the other day. He said, Itisaki. It's a long time, you know, we did law together and we finished and I stopped practicing and I came to full time and he was not, I mean, the all around. So when he met me at the airport, both of us were traveling. He said, hey, 
Yeti Saki. I mean, Muruchi, that's what they say, isn't it? Uh-huh. Pastor. Said, ah, you're looking very nice. I said, yes, I'm looking nice. I know it. I know it. I'm looking nice. And he said, where have you been? I said, I've been around. He said, what are you doing now? I said, I'm a minister. He said, wow. The minister of information, minister of agriculture. I said, minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. May God make you beautiful. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. God will be your blessing. God will bless your life. When the other boy was now fighting with pigs, this one was in his father's house, coolly, enjoying air conditioning, eating omelets. <laughs> Are you there? Eating omelette, eating sausage, eating, um, and the boy was fighting with pigs. Eating pig's food. When the boy was eating the pig itself, you're eating the pig's food. <laughs> hey! Are you still there? Are you still here? May there be a difference between you and, and everybody else. Some of your siblings are not serving God. They will serve God. Your siblings will serve God. Some of you parents here, you are worried about your children who are becoming wayward. I pray for them that God will reach out to whoever they are and God will bring them home. Shout amen again. Are we still in church? Wow. Then another thing that happened, the difference. When you serve God, God will give you peace and joy. Someone say, I receive peace and joy. You see, the boy was crying with pigs when this guy was peacefully living in the house. No, money cannot buy everything. But God can give you what money cannot buy. I said, God will give you what money cannot buy. You turn and say, I receive it. You can never go to any of these shops, Edgar's or uh, these shops to go and buy peace. I have thousand, thousand rands. Can I buy some peace? You can never buy peace. You can never buy real joy. But in the house of God, there's fullness of joy. May God give you joy unspeakable, full of glory. May God put laughter in your mouth. May God put dancing in your feet. May God put a new song in your mouth. May you experience the joy of the Lord as you serve him. God will give it to you. God will give it to you. God will give you joy unspeakable. Say, it is my portion. Somebody say, it is my portion. Look, all I'm telling you today is that keep on serving God. You see things changing by the day. You see things changing. Tell your neighbor, look at me carefully. Look at me carefully. Say, I want, you to, I want you to be my friend. Say, be nice to me. Because in a year's time, I'll be so blessed that you may have to fill a form to see me. Yay! I'm telling you, you don't know the one you are sitting by. May God promote you and bless you. May God honor you and make your life beautiful. May there be peace in your life. May there be joy in your life. May you keep on saving God. Your life will get brighter and brighter. Your days will get brighter and brighter. Your season will get brighter and brighter. Where others fail, you will never fail. Where others give up, you will never give up. You will never give up. You will excel. You will overcome. You will prevail. 
May God give you heavenly peace. Say, I receive it. Are you still here? My Jesus. My Jesus. My Jesus. There shall be a difference in your prospective levels. Amen. What happened when the prodigal son came home? He said, I am just a servant. Make me as one of your high servants. That's what the boy, who should have inherited blessing, that's what he said. I am blessed. He said, make me one of, like one of your high servants. But what did the father tell the other one? He told me that all that I have is yours. Everything I have, there's a difference in your prosperity level. God will prosper you and bless you. Receive it in Jesus' name. The other one's life was messed up. He was only, he came home as only a servant. But this other one, the father told him, everything I have belongs to you. God has an inheritance for you. I said, God has an inheritance for you. God has an inheritance for you. He will help you. He will be gracious to you. He will prosper you. Did you say it again? I said, God will prosper you. Lift Lift your hand and say, I receive it. I said, God will prosper you. Yeah. Many of you sitting here, you'll be writing checks. 100,000 rands, you'll be writing checks. No, somebody didn't believe, so I didn't say amen. Somebody, you sit, you sitting here today, you'll be able to write a check, 100,000, 100,000 rands for the check. That would be your offering. And even this, you didn't have much money. That's why I gave 100,000 rands. Yeah. I've seen people write checks, $20,000 as offering. People that I knew who couldn't give five dollars today they can write checks hundred uh, twenty thousand thirty thousand dollars i see them sitting right in the church here i see you sit i see you hearing me where you are you write it god will bless you god will help you there'll be difference in your prosperity levels what a word what a word god has a higher plan for you a great agenda for your life. Amen? I said amen. amen. How many minutes have I preached? Oh, I have a lot of time. I have two hours more. Okay. You win the battle of life. You win the battle of life. You'll never be defeated. I said you'll never be defeated. Are you still here? Even the way the father relates, related with the Senior brother was different from the way he related with the boy who came back. Because when the father did organize a party for the uh, boy who came back, and the senior brother came and said, I have saved you. This was his first. I've saved you all these years. I've saved you. What have I gotten? And the father turned to him and spoke secrets to him. He said, come, 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 come. I don't want your brother to hear what is going on. Come, come, come to the side. Come. I don't want, I don't want him to hear. Come. See, this chicken that I'm giving the boy, it'll just finish. But I see the house and the other house. Everything I have is for you, okay? Don't worry. Go and sit down. 
May God speak secrets into your life. May you hear the voice of God in your life. May you hear comforting words into your life. Am I not preaching to you? Yes, the father, the way the father relay was different. Mm. This is how it is. I want to submit to you, all my friends, all those hearing me, both here, watching us, and so on. It's a saving God. There's a devil out there wanting you to step out. He wants you to be offended and you can leave the church. Somebody stepped on your toe and you left. Now, somebody told me, Bishop, I don't know why. Every time I come to church, they are stepping on my toes. Why don't you leave your toes at home when you are coming to church? <laughs> Nobody will step on your toes if you leave them at home. Do you understand? He bring your toes, somebody will step on your toes. Amen. Don't let offense, don't let uh, all sorts of things turn you away from your father's house. Keep on serving God. Never backslide in Jesus' name. I pray for anybody who is trying to backslide. May God establish you again. May God bring you back again. May you become useful in the house of God. I prophesy to you. I prophesy to you. You will see the grace of God in your life. You see the blessing of God in your business. You see the hand of God in your home. You see God multiplying the work of your hand. Your prosperity level is changing. I said it's changing. In 1 Samuel chapter 9, we read about a man called, this man, I told her, called Saul, who was looking for donkeys. He was doing what? Looking for what? Looking for what? Looking for what? Donkeys. That was how he started off his life. Looking for donkeys. Everybody sitting in church today, you are looking for something. Everybody here, you're looking for a need something. Somebody needs a child. Somebody needs a husband. Somebody needs a wife. Somebody needs a job. Somebody needs an anointing. The spiritual ones. Everybody needs something. Yeah. All our lives are full of needs. We need things. So this boy, this soul started off by looking for donkeys. But you see, God actually brought that need into his life. So that as he moved along, couldn't find the donkeys, that led him to Samuel. And Samuel said, Hey! But young man, last night, God spoke to me about you. That you are going to be the king of Israel. I want to submit to everybody who can hear me today. God has something higher than what you are looking for. Something higher. There's a higher seat you want you to sit on. There's a calling God wants you to fulfill. Are you still in church? There's a calling on your life. The boy started by looking. Can I get this? His head was down. By the time he finished the story, he was sitting and he's sitting with Samuel, the prophets. That's not how he started off. But we see how his life became. May your life change completely. Someone told him, the donkeys you are looking for, they are found. Tell your neighbor, the donkey days are over. The donkey days are over. Tell him. The donkey days, the donkey days. 
looking for donkeys. Can I find this thing? Can I find this? It's not time to serve God. It's not time to receive a higher calling for your life. Something higher. Something greater. Something more beautiful. More permanent. What a word. What a word. And when someone met Saul and took Saul home and anointed him and said, as you go, everything will change. Even your friends will change. Some of you need to change your friends. Hallelujah. His company changed. He began to move with other men of God. Other spiritual people. So for your friends are too canal. Yeah. That's why you are where you are. But today, you are changing your friends in Jesus' name. Your friends will serve God. And you also serve God. May God give you good people around you. May you have people who love God the way you love God. Are you here? And you will see God's help in your life. And this, by the time Saul finished, someone finished with Saul, this guy had been anointed. And he was now a king. The boy who was looking for donkeys is now a man of God. Prophesying. You, hearing me today, by the time God finishes with you, your family will not recognize you. Look, I told you, when my mother gave me a Bible, she was not even born again. One day I was preaching. Me, it, I was preaching. When my mother came forward and gave her life to Christ. My mother, who gave birth to me. She came forward, lifted her hand with everybody, gave her life to Christ. Oh, what a blessing. When we went to church, following day we prayed for Holy Ghost baptism. I had to pray for my mother, my mother for Holy Ghost baptism. When I laid my hands on her, I didn't know I was so anointed. When I touched her, she fell under the power. I said, wow, this man is anointed. <laughs> then I remembered all the knocks that my mother gave me. I said, ushers, bring her, bring her back. Come on, take it again now, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and she fell down again. I said, I'm not done. I remember all the time you used to pull my ear. I said, ushers, I said, bring it back. Take it now, in the name of Jesus. My mother fell down five times. And I was not done. Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. <laughs> what a shock. Five times. Five times. So I said, ushers, bring her, bring her. And I realized that she was struggling with the ushers on the floor. Before I realized, she was speaking in tongues. Shaka, ba, 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 She spoke in tongues in self-defense. Otherwise, we'll still be praying now, I tell you. My mother, I am my mother's spiritual father. And I am his, her son. I, he, I call her mommy. She calls me daddy. May God change your status and make you great and bless you. I'm telling you, your life will never be the same. As you serve God. As you serve God. The donkeys, you will not be looking for donkeys again. Tell your neighbor, you will not be looking for donkeys again. Donkeys again. You will not tell, tell him, tell her, tell her, you will not be looking for donkeys again. Tell her the donkey days are over. Now we are going for spiritual things. We are going for God. We are going for ministry. 
We are going to serve God. We are going to work in the house of God. We are going to preach. We are going to lay hands on the sick. We are going to do the work of God. The days of looking for donkeys are over. I'm preaching. May God use you. May God use you. Where you have failed, you'll never fail again. Years ago, I remember I was, you know, when I was, you know, I come after twins, two boys. Am I shouting too much? Sometimes I watch Bishop Musa shouting on the, on the screen, so I'm allowed to shout. When I was preaching in Geneva, there was a white lady there. I preached, and then at a the point, she went to sit at the back. The phone, then when she came, she had cotton in, in her ears. Somebody asked her, why, why, why do you have cotton in your ears? She said, the man shouts too much. And then she, he asked her, why did you come? She said, because he preaches good. <laughs> what a shock. Now, anyway, you see, I come after two boys, twins, and we used to fight. We used to like fighting with the people in the area. One day, my two brothers, no, I was not born again, so don't send me an uh, uh, WhatsApp. I was not born again then. I was a little boy. One day, I got involved in a fight in class. I told the guy that we will meet after school on the field. <laughs> don't look at me. I see you haven't done that before. <laughs> we will meet on the field. And then, so after school, I had my supporters. You also had the supporters. And we met on the school field. Jesus. Jesus, come and see fights. There was a referee who cut out a ring for us. He blew the whistle, ready, go, and began. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. The boy gave me one blow. Hey! I began to see stars moving in, I was moving in the skies. Before I realized, I landed on the ground, boom! And my back was on the ground. I saw the referee blow the whistle or give the eight mandatory counts. He didn't do anything. The boy jumped and came to sit on me. I made a sign of the cross. I knew I was dead. Lord, into your hands I'll commit my spirits. Nearer my God to thee. Lord, I'm coming home. I tell you, it was not easy. And I closed my eyes and I prayed my final prayer. Ready to die. Then suddenly... I felt some hands lifting me up. I said, God has sent angels. <laughs> they, they, they were lifting the two of us up. And I knew angels had come, but I was afraid to open my eyes. Because if I open my eyes and angels leave me, I, I will die again. So I, my eyes were closed, firmly. And I was coming from the ground. Then I tried to open one eye. Do you know what had happened? Somebody had told my two brothers that their brother is on the ground. So they ran to the ground to the fight. And they said, no, our brother cannot be defeated. So they lifted the two of us up and they turned us 180 degrees. Are you still here? My big brother held the boy's right hand. The other one held the boy's left hand. And they said, now give it to him. Oh, come and see real fight. I put sand in his nose, in his mouth. Everywhere there's opening, I put sand there. I said, I was not born again. Don't send me a WhatsApp. <laughs> Up to 
a year ago when this guy, I mean, he died not too long ago. But up to that time, you always remember, I was in class three. Class three. Seven years or eight years old. Up to today, he used to remember the fight. When he sees me, remember the fight. I'm telling everybody here, maybe your back is on the ground. Today, may God turn the fight round in the name of Jesus. God is turning the fight round in Jesus' name. God will stand by you. He will support you. He will assist you. He will turn the fight round. May you see victory in your life. 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 Say, I receive it in Jesus' name. You know something? I'm not out of word. I'm just out of time. Stand to your feet, everybody. And clap your hands. Give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a shout. You will win the battle of life. As you keep serving God, you will not ever, you never fight alone. God will stand by you. He will support you. He will help you. He will stretch his hand over your life. You will sit on chairs you never sat on before. You will walk with people you've never walked with before. You will move with kings and princes. May the anointing of God come upon your life. May you be used by God. May you stop looking down and may you save God. I pray for you this morning. I pray for you this morning. Good days are ahead of you. I prophesy to your future. I prophesy for your future. May you see the glory of God. May you see the hand of God. May you see the blessing of God upon your life. In the name of Jesus, you will never fail. I, I rebuke every sickness that the enemy has sent against your life. I cast every arrow directed against your life. In the name of Jesus, may you enjoy the blessing of God as you serve him. As you serve him. As you serve him. As you serve him. Keep serving him. Keep serving him. Keep serving him. Keep paying your tithes. Keep serving God. Keep committing your life to God. Keep working in the church. You will never fail. I said you will never fail. What didn't work for others, it will work for you. What others could not make it, you will make it in Jesus' name. God will bless you. And God will help you. Lift your hands and begin to thank the Lord right now. Karo Brando Rakinta Kobahataya Valito Rombi Kafataya Lift your voice and, and bless the name of the Lord right now. Rano Raki Bahatoshi Masuki Bahata Kafandi Zimbrandu Rakito Randisa Kabaha. Lift your hands and pray to God. Pray to God. Wherever you are today, lift your hands to God. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. Tell him, Lord, I want to serve you. Make a pledge, make a commitment. Make a pledge to him. Nothing will ever move me from church. Nothing will ever turn me away from God. Talk to him today. Say, Lord, I want to go all out with you. I want to save you. I want to save you. I want to go all out. Open your mouth and talk to him, wherever you are. Outside, inside, everywhere. Those watching, everybody, join in the prayer. Join in the prayer. Lift your hands and pray to him. Pray to him. Talk to him. Ask him for grace. Ask him for strength to carry on, to move on. Tell Lord, I'm not going to fall away. I'm not going to be like that boy Frank who turned away. 
and become useless and worthless. I'm not going to be like a prodigal son whose life messed up, but I'm going to stay in the Father's house. I'm going to work and save in the Father's house. I pray, I pray, I pray. I pray, oh God, use me for your glory. Use me for your honor. Pray now, pray now, pray now, pray now, pray now, pray now. Talk to him, talk to him, talk to him. Lift your voice and talk to him. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I pray, I pray, I pray. Everyone who is sharing me today, I pray for them. Use them for your glory. Use them for your honor. Let your life shine, oh God. Let your glory be seen in your lives, oh God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you glory. Frakatoshi. You have been chasing donkeys. You can't get them. They have been chasing after money. You can't get it. They have been chasing. You can't get it. But God said, I have something higher, something better, something greater for your life. Something that is worth more than donkeys. I have it for you. I have it for you. I have it for you. And I will use you in your family. I will use you in your family. I will use you as you save me. As you save me, there shall be a difference. Thank you, Father. Take control, Lord. Take control, Lord. Take control, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now listen. I'm going to be sitting down in a few minutes. If you're standing here, you feel tired. You are like so I've been looking for donkeys and you can't find it. You feel weak and tired. Sometimes the thought comes, give up, stop church, stop serving. It's not working. So the enemy comes to and you feel discouraged. So if you get this illusion and your heart gets heavy, I want to pray for you today that God will lift. If you are in that category, come to me in the front here. I want to pray for you now. You struggle with heaviness. You struggle with burdens. You feel loaded. You feel weak. You feel tired. Just come. Just come very quickly. Come to the front. I want to pray for you. Come. Wherever you are, come. I want to pray for you today. The time that you wondered, is it worth it? Is it worth it at all? Is it worth it at all? Come this morning. I want to pray for you here. Come this morning. Sometimes you're even tempted to look at those who don't serve God. And it looks like their life is getting better. David said, my feet almost slipped when I looked at the wicked and how they are prospering until I came to the house of God. Just come, just come quickly. I want to pray for you. Just come, just come. Lift your two hands up high to the Lord now. Lift your two hands. Come all the way, all the way. If you cannot come, lift your hands where you are. Maybe you are in the any other branches watching us. You want to say, Bishop, I need the help of God. I'm sure your pastors are there. We are praying for you right now. Just take the step and come and make a dedication to God. 
commit your life to him today. Say, Lord, nothing, 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 nothing will move me away. Lift your hands up. I pray for you today. Karosh Kabahatosi. Father, look at every hand that is left there today. My Jesus, may God breathe upon you. Receive the strength of God. Receive the grace of God. Receive the grace of God. Lift your two hands up high in front here. Jesus, the Spirit of God is here. God will cause you to sit with people you have never sat with before. God will cause you to overcome every strange weakness, every demonic attack, every voice of the enemy. I silence that voice. I silence that voice. I silence that voice right now. Jesus, touch these lives. Touch these lives. May God breathe upon you. 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 Receive the strength of God. Receive the grace of God. Receive the power of God. May you never be the same again. Jesus. Jesus. Every hold of the enemy, I curse. I curse every chain. May God give, make your story beautiful. Receive the help of God. Receive the touch of God. Breathe upon her, Lord. Breathe upon her. Make her story beautiful. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for your power. Yes, God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. Receive his grace. Receive his strength. Yes, 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 yes. Receive it now. Receive it now. My God, my God, my God. My God, turn the fight round. Turn the fight round. Turn the fight round, oh God. Jesus. 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 Makorani sobataya. Rakabatu shibata. Masumbrandi frakumbalita. Malika randi sarandu kabandi. Yes, yes, yes. God is faithful. God is faithful. You will not fail. You will not fail. You will not fail. I pray over you right now. I break every snare, every snare. I break it right now. I release you from that prison. In the name of Jesus, may God touch your life. May God make your life beautiful. May God change your life from today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your anointing. Lift your hands up. I can't pray for everybody, but as you lift your hands up, I pray over your head. Father, look at every hand lifted now. Now, now. Let your anointing, let your power, let your spirit touch every one of them now. Receive the touch of God now. Receive the touch of God now. Receive the grace of God now. May God take over your life. May God take over your life. May God use you for his glory. Today, I speak against the voice of the devil. I silence that voice. I silence that voice. I silence that voice. Oh, that speaks negative things to your life. I curse that voice in the name of Jesus. From today, may you see the hand of God. May you see the grace of God. May you see the power of God. May you experience God's divine touch in your life. From now, may you experience the hand of God. I bless you. I bless you. I terminate every spirit of the devil. 
the spirit that speaks and tells you to never wake. I tell that voice now, and I declare your life will work out and turn out beautifully for God's glory and for God's honor in Jesus' name. Everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Clap your hand for the Lord. Please go back to your seat. Go ahead and clap your hand. You will live and not die. Say, I will live and not die. Everybody say, I will live and not die. To declare the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Oh, go ahead and clap your hand for the Lord. If you believe that God has ministered to you, believe that your life will matter. Believe that your life will count. Believe that you, you, you'll be a blessing as you serve God. Clap your hand for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.